Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the technical, cynical, cinephile side. And the hopeless romantic side. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we are looking at Christmas at Castle Heart. Yes, we are. Yep, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking about it before we get into this. You know, I don't, and I don't know how it got started that we started saying, you know, cynical cinephile. I'm, I'm not really cynical. I don't, I don't think I'm cynical. Um, but tonight I, I might have to be a little cynical. I'm just letting that out there right now. There might be a little bit of cynicism for this film this evening. Mm. I might uh, have to change my name to the cynical romantic. <laughs> but with with that being said, oh well, I'm curious to hear what you thought about this Hamilton. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna kick it to you first. Oh, I'm switching things up. All right. So, would you watch this movie again? Maybe on a flight to Ireland. Uh, this might be the in-flight movie that they're playing, mm -hmm. and you would just be really excited about it, fully watching with your feet up, because you're in first class, obviously. Yep, sure. And or would you, you know, can't really say have it on the background if you're on a plane, but you, you know, might look up every once in a while from the book you're reading, mm -hmm. or head for the emergency exit. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> Sure. Would you head for the emergency exit because you just could not possibly Sky ever away. want to watch this movie again? Uh, a bit dramatic. A bit dramatic. Um, I I don't think I will I will watch this one again. Uh, so you're jumping out of the plane. I <laughs> maybe not that, but no, I I don't I don't think I'd watch this one again. I. I, I hate it too because I, I am a fan of, of Lacey's. Um, I do like her films, uh, but this one just did not did not do it for me. And we'll we'll definitely talk about why that was. Um, but this one just just missed the mark for me. But what about what about you? If we're on that plane together, are you, are you running for the exit with me? Um, I think I would just maybe uh, you know, put some headphones in and take a nap. Okay. I, I don't think I would jump out of the plane, no. <laughs> but I would, you know, if it, if it was like in my face and I had to watch it, sure. Yeah. But in a normal situation, uh, no. I, I would not plan on watching this one again, sadly. Uh, this one, not my favorite. No. Not my favorite. And I, I think right now it is probably... At the, the bottom, bottom yeah, of I would the say countdown so. to Christmas, which is a shame because lately the other ones have been bangers, you know, as, as the kids say. <laughs> and uh, this one was not was not a banger. Um, and I would love to talk about why. And I, I can't wait to talk about why. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah. let's let's give a quick, uh, quick plot summary first. Well, let's give a quick disclaimer. I like to give a disclaimer on ones we don't like when we both don't like one. It's, mm -hmm. it's very sad. It doesn't happen often, but. Um, again, we know how much work and effort goes into these from, you know, all the technical side of things as well as as well as everything else. But so I, I know there's a lot of effort that goes into this. And it's easy to criticize. But I, I think we try to explain why we're criticizing. We give pointers to make things better next time. But um, let's go ahead. Give me that plot summary. Sure. 
After being fired from their waitressing jobs, Brooke and Margot head to Ireland, where they find themselves pretending to be well-known event planners, leading them to meeting an earl, working for the Duchess, and finding love. Wow. Uh, sure. Yeah. Tell me. Was... Tell me that's not what happened. Short and short and sweet, right to right to the point. It is. It's kind of ridiculous when you say it. Meeting an earl working for the duchess. Uh, it gets yeah. Okay. No, I mean I could have totally bought like that. I bought like that. I didn't have a problem with any of that. Okay. Um, because it's a Hallmark movie. Of course, they're falling in love with earls and mm-hmm. you know royalty and you know, pulling off this big fake identity scandal thing. Yeah, I mean, at least it was a scandal. At least <laughs> it was Ireland and not like Lutzylvania or something or, or some crazy, crazy Transylvania. Um, yeah, Transylvania. They're all of Transylvania. Um, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about our leads here. Yes, as you mentioned, we do have Lacey Chabert, who plays Brooke. She's awesome. She. This is a very uh, sister movie. So we have the two main mm-hmm. characters of the sisters, and her sister was played by Ali Hardman, and mm-hmm. that was Margot. And we have the Earl, who uh, is Aiden, and he was played by Stuart Townsend. Mm-hmm. Now... Lacey, it's interesting to me because she's done the Rome one as well, where they, where they went to Rome. Now she's doing a Ireland one. And so I'm, I'm thinking... She's making her way around the world. She likes to travel. She likes to, she likes to do the traveling ones. Uh, unfortunately, this one did not, not hit the mark like the Rome one did for me. But anyway, I, I like her work. She, she's, you know, she's a... Uh, she's, she's a, a Hallmark staple, She's I a Hallmark say. staple, yeah, for sure. But let's let's get into why this didn't work for me. And I, I'm just gonna go jump right in. The biggest thing for me, this was the biggest thing for me. Ireland is known for its rolling emerald hills. When you CGI white, and I'm using air quotes here, snow on top of that, it immediately just takes me out of the film 100 percent Like that to me was the biggest, the biggest technical thing was. The amount of CGI snow fakery was was ridiculous. Yikes. Yeah. This movie, for me, and I'm not a technical, cynical cinephile like you, but technically, I think this was sadly one of the worst technical movies that i've seen uh in, I, I, in, in a long time and i don't i don't get it i, I don't know what what happened here maybe it was a budgeting issue i i don't know uh but it was to a point where when we first started this movie and they're showing some of those intro shots of ireland i was like i don't i don't think this is being shot in ireland <laughs> because there was this weird cgi masking issue happening on like the bottom of the hills and like the the castles were just sort of the, the cut lights. and paste there. Yeah, the lights on the castle. It was just so surreal to me, and it just I I didn't know I didn't know. So that was the big thing for me was the the fake snow everywhere over these beautiful green hills. You can I don't think you need snow to make it feel like Christmas if you're going to this length, you know. Because on one hand you're trying to get these beautiful 
shots of the countryside, the Irish countryside, because you're in Ireland, you want to get those shots, but then you ruin it with the snow. I think you don't do the snow and you just say, hey, it's cold here. We don't need snow. Maybe, yeah, but then you don't have a, a Christmas Hallmark movie. You do. You, you know, it's it, make it gray. It was gray there. You know, it's rainy. It, it has that cold feel. Have them wear coats. Have them pretend to warm themselves. Like you don't need snow in every movie. I don't think. Well, even the gray. So I felt like none of the outside shots worked for me. I felt like it all seemed fake. Yeah. And the fact that this movie actually was filmed in Ireland, and I did not feel like I was in Ireland at all. It, I don't know. It just felt very fake to me, which, which was odd when I saw that it actually was filmed in, in Ireland. And I think it was because of the fact that they were trying to cover it up, cover up everything with the snow and, you know, try to, the, I think the coloring was off of like everything trying to make it look cold, oh, but it was actually wasn't. So this is the first movie that I really like. Like I could not deny it. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of get like the snow looks fake or whatever, but it's not taking me out of the movie. Like I could not not pay attention. Yeah, because to... it was CGI. It wasn't just yeah. like the the wet kind of even foam. the even the wreaths on the 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 large wreaths on the castle to me. And correct me if I'm wrong. Those looked CGI. Like those did not even look real on the castle. I don't know what's real in this movie. I, I don't know what's real in this movie. It's it, it's wild. Well, I'll tell you what wasn't real. Yeah. Um, was the romance the the uh, man? It it's tough. the 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 romance was uh, severely lacking for me in in this movie. Um, and that's what I'm here for. You know, uh, Brooke and Aiden were not a match made in Ireland or heaven <laughs> or, or wherever. Well, go ahead and talk about the meet cute because it starts there. Yeah. The, you know, it, I mean, so they're at the pub. They, the girls having a, having a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will say, and we will talk about some of the positives. There were a few positives of this movie. And I felt like, the premise of this movie I thought was kind of fun. So I will say that. I did like that we have like the sisters together as yes. the main characters. Yeah. I really enjoyed that aspect of the movie. And I like that they're up for a fun adventure. You know, they get fired. I liked the the whole idea of them kind of, you know, down on their luck and, you know, they want a fresh start. And yeah. what do we do? Let's just do something really fun and adventurous. So they go on a trip to Ireland to look for their long lost ancestors. In honor of their father. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I liked that, that aspect of the film. I thought that was a fun take um, on this sort of kind of wacky story. And so they're in the bar having a drink. And Aiden overhears, unbeknownst to them, he's, you know, an earl. Classic. You know, of the of this castle. And, you know, he makes some quip about, oh, you guys are looking for leprechauns or something like that. So he's basically making fun of them. Like, oh, these Hardcore. typical Americans are just here to do, you know, stereotypical Irish things. Which, of course, they would be. I would be. I mean, that's why I, I go to Ireland to do stereotypical things. That's why I travel to yeah. do those things. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I guess it was an okay, neat, cute. There wasn't anything to write home about. Uh, no, it wasn't really much to write home about. And I, I think it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the film in, in terms of the romance department where it was just sort of, it wasn't, it wasn't there for me. I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert. 
I'm no expert on romance, but I just did not feel the connection. The The looks that we always talk about felt very forced mm. and almost like a cue from the director to be like, okay, now, now do the look. And I will say that I, I feel like Hallmark is an interesting sort of dilemma right now, right? Because this, this movie might have been fine back in 2005. But I mean, Hallmark has just raised the bar so much in a lot of these films that when we have something that comes in like this, it just does not look well when paired against, I mean, An Unexpected Christmas or, or any of the other ones we've seen this year. Um, and so they have to be careful because they're doing so many movies that they might be just overreaching because the quality keeps rising each and every year. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like we've been, you know, very pleasantly surprised that a, that most of these movies have been really good, like yeah. right out of the gate, right out of the start. Um, we haven't had too many that we've just like totally felt like we're flops. Now, granted, we aren't, we haven't been watching every single one. That's so true. out That's of true. the ones that we've seen, this has been the worst one so far. We are picking most of the ones that we, that we are excited about. Um, but this one was a poll that you guys chose this one. So you chose poorly. You <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't watched the other one yet, so we we aren't sure if that one was was much better. But I will say, even though no, the chemistry was at a zero for me in this movie. You mentioned looks. There was one scene that there was a cute look, not really between them. I mean, he is looking at her. <laughs> the worst. Thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's hear the rest. Um, but he kind of calls himself a Scrooge. And then oh, she yeah. says, oh, well, you're better looking than Scrooge. And he kind of gives this look like, oh, really? Like, you think I'm better? And she's like, well, not that I'm looking. And then she kind of like said, well, not that I'm not looking. And it's kind of like a humorous part, but there is a look there, and it is kind of cute. So I no, will, I, I will give, I will give it that. Yeah, give it, give it that, because I, I do remember that. And I think that was actually a, a pretty, a pretty cute scene there. That might be the only one, though. <laughs> I don't know. I think the the horse scene when they're they're riding on the horses, I could really feel the romantic chemistry there when they're riding across the country trying on those horses. Like I was, I was there for that. <laughs> I'm being dead. No, I'm not. That, that scene. Let's talk about that horse scene. Let's talk about that horse scene because they show it. They show it on a on a trailer for this film, and on the trailer, I'm like, this does not look good. This is, and it is, it is worse in the film because there's a close up of it, and the horses are literally like you can see the mask around the horses where they cut them out. It is the most wild thing I've ever seen. It's a special spot in Ireland um, called Green Green Screen City. Green and Screen City. That's where they that's where they were riding. I'm so sure that there's it, a joke there with something like the Emerald Hills, the Emerald <laughs> Screens of Ireland. I don't know, uh, but I just I don't know how this happens. And this scene is 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 ridiculous. I mean, this scene is just insane yeah me. i feel like even the snow like parts of the snow around them looks cut out yeah. i don't know like i feel like i i don't know that i've seen i've seen it before maybe i haven't looked for it before but like yes technical wise with that sort of like cut out or like correct i'm not sure the technical terms for it correct me if i'm wrong it just I don't know. I just I noticed it so much more than I than I yeah. have, have ever noticed it. Well, the 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 plot of that that scene too is just is sort of silly to me. Also, like they go to the, this Duke's house to talk him into playing at this big gala event, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, no, I can play the piano. Watch this." He plays like 
a piece, not even a piece, like the first minute, he plays like the first 15 seconds of a Christmas song, and they're like, oh yeah, he knows what he's doing. Let's get this guy to play at our event. And and then they're like, and then she's talking about horses, and he's like, oh yes, yeah, so you know your horses. And the Earl's like, oh, let's go ride. It's just, I I don't know. It It felt very just kind of wild and it almost worked because it was just so absurd there were a lot of absurd absurdities Mm -hmm. i would say in the in the film one of them being the accents were and maybe you can help me with this i can't i mean they all sounded irish to me i'm awful with accents see they to me there were some british accents there were different parts of like different type like oh yeah different places of ireland um, so I was very confused and maybe I missed something, but the Duchess was British, English. Mm-hmm. She sounded English. So can the Duchess of wherever they were in Ireland be not Irish? I have no idea. I have no clue. And then the sister of Aiden yeah. had a much, much thicker Irish accent that sounded from like a totally different place. Um than than where he maybe was from. You are really good at picking up on accents. So, you um, might, you might have something there. so that was that threw me off a lot. Yep. I just felt like it was kind of all over the place. And so, for, for people that don't know, like us, like maybe we're missing something. But yeah, now that you, you, you do bring that up, that does that does seem a little odd. Especially the brother sister thing. That seems kinda kinda strange. Even though he was gone for five years. His accent should have been in the same sort of no. range as hers. Yeah, you you wouldn't have lost it in five years. Yeah. Um, but you know there were there were some hu- there was a little humor in the movie. Um, and we know that Paul Campbell had kind of like had a hand in the mm-hmm. script. So whoever was responsible for the little bits of humor that was going on throughout the script, I did appreciate that. And I appreciated where I could see potential and I could see where maybe this movie could have gone. Yeah. Um, like there, there's cute little lines where, um, you know, they're pretending. So that made for some kind of fun scenes yeah. where, you know, they could play. I felt like the... You know, the interactions with Brooke and Margot, they they did have some fun scenes between those two with the, you know, all of the lying and <laughs> the trying to like cover up things. So much lying. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we've seen this amount of lying in a long time. And, you know, before we get into the funny scene, the thing that was so odd to me is, you know, they, they're pretending to be their old boss, right? I'm sure the old boss has a picture of herself on her website, social media anywhere that the sister like looked up her name and so that to me was the biggest leap of faith that this movie asked of us was to be like okay they have no idea what Paige looks like well i mean maybe they just showed her like photos of the like oh here's our website here's just photos of what we've done i don't think they were like here's also our about me page no she no i i tell you Paige strikes me as a type because it's called page kate it's called pages like event planning Right. Oh no, I'm sure she has an about me. I'm saying when Margot shows uh Siobhan the the mm-hmm. images of the website, I don't think she also was like, Oh, and here's our about me page, you know, because she was like, Oh, do you have a website that you could show me? So she oh, probably so you're just seeing, showed her that Margot showed her that stuff. I yeah. I thought that the sister went off and looked. I mean, you would think she should. Yeah. You know, for someone you're hiring. Yes, that's what she should have done. But I'm trying to I'm trying to give the movie the benefit of the doubt. Paige is the type of person that would have her photo 
front and center on the home page on the home page oh man that's a good one on the home page oh. you know it's there you are i'm just kidding <laughs> and i'm like are. wait what <laughs> like front and center being like hey this is my this is my catering thing so that to me was the biggest leap of faith this movie has to me yeah but one of my favorite funny things Go was when they accidentally slip up and Margot calls brooke brooke because yeah. that's her name and Brooke comes up like with the the most amazing lie. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's a lie because she's like, oh, and, you know, they look at him like, Brooke, I thought your name was Paige. And she's like, oh, well, it's a nickname. When I was little, I read so much and I was a, you know, a bookworm. But Margo couldn't say book, so she would say bookworm. <laughs> It was so good. I don't so know good. why it was so funny and like the perfect like yeah. say for that. Um, so there were like little bits throughout the movie that did make me chuckle, and and I did appreciate the the bits of humor that, that were that thrown felt in like there. a Paul Campbell line to me. That that seems very clever. Yeah, but then we have another one where it's like when they're talking about the event, and um and she says, "Let's put the moonlight to shame." And for whatever reason, I just love that one. Really clever lines. And the technical aspect where we talked about the CGI, the lighting in this is all over the place. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no, like, it doesn't look like the same movie at times because in every location, it's just completely different. And there's no, like, theme at all with the lighting in this. Yeah, it's also really hard to, and not to compare, but the other Irish, Irish movie that mm. we've seen recently that we loved, As Luck Would Have It, I mean, that movie to me, like showed you the beauty of Ireland. Like right. you felt like you were there with them. You felt like you were on this journey, this trip with them. And it was just breathtaking. And that just kind of shows you the opposite. Like this movie, like I said, I didn't feel like I was in Ireland. That I actually, when I read that I was, I was like surprised. So yeah, they took us into some places, but even like the little pubs or wherever we went, the locations, they didn't feel, they didn't have that like, sort of otherworldly feel yeah. um, that you felt like you were in a different place, um, that you felt the warmth or, you know, and that's what was sad. Like this movie didn't even really give me the Christmas feels. So it's like I was trying to find something that I could grab a hold to and it was just hard because I feel like, mess. yeah, it, <laughs> there wasn't really anything that I was connecting with or feeling. Um, and that that's just really unfortunate um, because I wanted to like it a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I did too. Like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of Lacey's and it just, it definitely, definitely messed him up. For me. And, you know, even though we didn't have the chemistry between Aiden and Brooke, yeah. I will tell you who did have chemistry was the Duchess and Margot. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. mm -hmm. to me, those were like some of my favorite scenes were with her and uh, were with them, those two together. And yeah, I thought they were funny when she when she brings out the eggnog and, you know, they're like, oh, OK. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's Irish eggnog. <laughs> um, like that tickled me. And so I loved like seeing them like kind of, you know, create a friendship between those two. That's very unlikely. But it just I don't know. It worked for me. I liked I liked those two I, together. I did, too. They, I think it's just because they have opposites. Right. So in, in television and I, I guess in film, too there's you know you have the uh the robot the animal and the child you know those are like the three tropes and you have great comedy when you put a mixed match of those types of tropes together 
So when you have like the robot and the, the child together, it creates funny situations. So in this case, Margot would be kind of like the animal. She's kind of, you know, wacky and wild. And the Duchess is very prim and proper, very robot. And so when you put those together, it creates for some really funny scenes. I was going to say, is the Duchess the robot? Yeah, the Duchess is a robot. She's very prim, proper. You know, she's, you know, the Duchess. And so Margot is just, you know, she's the wild child. She's <laughs> the one that's going to put everybody in prison. Yeah, I have to say, Margot, she she kind of grew on me. At first, I was like, she is way too much. Like, I, I her character went up and down for me, and I would get kind of mad at her. Like, this is like, why are you just like? I, I felt bad for Brooke at times because Brooke is like going along with it, and then it just kind of like is ruining everything. Yeah, that they just keep lying, and Brooke really doesn't. I mean, I guess she does have a choice. Like she could just say, no, let's stop it. But yeah, I think that's just a little difficult when it's a sibling and, you know, you you guys are trying to have fun together. So I think, you know, Margot is the, the fun, like playful one that kind of just like whatever. And obviously Brooke is like the more put together and responsible mm -hmm. one so it was fun to kind of see that push and pull between those two and i thought they had good chemistry too as sisters i mean i didn't i didn't love it all the time because Margot did get a bit annoying at times yeah. but you know that's to me siblings that that felt i guess realistic because siblings can be annoying and so i thought they played that well when brooke gets upset with her and so that whole like dynamic i i thought was done well yeah let's talk for a minute about a cameo that I was super excited to see. Really, he Paul Campbell. So he kind of stole the show show for me. And of course, I'm talking about Sean McGinley, who played of uh, course who played Liam O'Connor. I think it was. He was the one that did the sort of metal tree that they're going to use in this centerpiece. Um, he. It's funny because we had just watched. It, we're big fans of Midsummer Murders. Um, we, we've probably mentioned that on podcast many times. It makes so much sense that we talk about it on our Hallmark podcast. All the time. But yes. But yeah, we literally saw an episode from like 2005 where Sean was in and then we see him tonight in this movie and it was just... We literally watched the episode like yesterday. And it's just a blast from the past to see him here. So it was really great to see him. Uh, the, the Christmas tree. I do want to bring up the Christmas tree because... The trash tree or... The, the trash tree. This tree... I'm, I mean, I, I went to art school. I, I like to think that I can critique art well. Uh, this, this was a trash tree. This was a tree made of literal trash <laughs> in an event like this. And it, it did not, it did not work for me. The top looked great. You know, what we see in, in the workshop, that metal star, I was like, all right, that, that's cool. And he's like, this is collected from like the, the community. Yes, you've collected the trash from the community and made a tree out of it. And it just felt really odd to me. Well, I have to defend the trash tree for a little bit. It definitely <laughs> is made of trash. Yes. But when we first see the the gala, yeah. um, I thought, wow, this is actually beautiful. You know, I think maybe they could have used a few more lights. Just a, just a few. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. But, oh, I got it. Um, lights galore um but i thought when i first saw the tree from afar i was like oh that's really cool looking like i thought it was pretty but then when we realized it was close up on it i was like oh that's the tree that he made and from close up maybe not quite as pretty but from far i thought it blended in nicely 
You were just blinded by the lights. Blinded. blinded That's why they use so many lights to like try to make the trash look a little better. But no, I, I, I did actually enjoy the gala. What I thought was funny is they keep throwing around through the whole movie, this idea of them going to prison. And I just kept thinking like, is it different in Ireland? Like, can you actually get arrested for pretending to be an event planner? Like, I don't understand why they thought prison was an actual option. It, it was though. I, I think it was. When you um, when you pretend to be someone else, it's called something and I'm pretty sure you can go to jail for it. But it wasn't quite identity theft. She just used her name. Like it wasn't, it's not like they were stealing from her. You know, they actually did all of the work. Like they were working really hard. They actually planned this event. They just used her name. But I think so that's... I don't, Oh, well, I didn't think that you could get arrested for that. I'm pretty sure you, you can. It's called something with an L, I think. But I, I'm pretty sure. And maybe I'm wrong. I, I think you can. If you take someone's identity, even if it's not, not like identity theft, because this was before, you know, identity theft, you know, happened basically. But if you pretend to be someone else, you can go to jail for that. They can file charges against you and you can go to jail. So when she comes out and she sees what's happening, she's like, you were going to jail. I'm like, I think think she could do that but i don't know for certain well i mean i just thought that seemed ridiculous it like was I, it was ridiculous <laughs> that they kept bringing it up it yeah was, and i love the duchess coming to defend them being like here's what's really gonna happen the duchess brought it she was she was a real star she went movie. hardcore and yeah. was like you won't ever work again in these parts <laughs> if you you know speak a word of this and i was like oh damn i mean i knew that her and Margot had they made that bond over that irish eggnog so yeah. you know they're best friends for life now yeah no uh, especially because Margot's gonna, you know, be with her son. It looks like they've they've got a nice little relationship going there. Too. Yeah, they kind of just like threw that in there. I wasn't expecting a romance for her, but you know, hey, bring it. Bring it. So for me, I, I don't know why I can't really put my finger on why the romance wasn't there for me. It might have been just because you know her character was was lying so much that anytime they would get close and have those sort of sparks and chemistry start to start to brew she would immediately have to pull away because she was lying right to his face. Um, so that might've been a big part of it, but I really, I really wanted some connection between them two. I, I was rooting for them, but it just never, never hit home for me. What about you? You know, I, I mean, they spent a ton of time together yeah. uh, because of the lying. She kept having to stay away and, you know, cause there's that reporter that wants to talk to her. It's like this whole thing. But no, I think sometimes it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Like just two people together, it just, Nothing, it just, just didn't, it just didn't work um, for these two mm -hmm. and try as they might, you know, they, they did all of the, the Christmassy things, the, the horseback baking. riding and green screen city, you know, we have like a whole, a baking scene mm -hmm. and just, yeah, it just wasn't. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't work, and I think that's that's okay. It just didn't work for for this one. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the conflict. Obviously, the conflict is going to be what's been happening the whole film, which is the chronic lying, the lies on top of the lies on top of the lies. Yeah, this movie was just one big conflict, like just building up to the conflict the whole movie. Yeah. And so, of course, it, it comes to pass. You know, the the party comes off without a hitch, which. I, I don't see how that's possible, but it does. The party works. Maybe we have a little Christmas We've magic. We've got our, our trash tree, a little, little lonely guy playing the piano. Oh, my God. The, the Duke looked so so ridiculous over there, just strumming there. Like, he's supposed to be enjoying himself. He's the Duke of something, 
And it's just like, oh, I'm just playing a piano. <laughs> just playing a piano over here. Just just know, working for my meal. I'm working for my meal. Um, and so, you know, the real page decides to fly all Thank the you. way to Ireland. Who to, does that? To confront. Paige Who does. does that? Paige does. It, it made sense for her character because her character is that type of person. Um, and it's just so weird. Like a text, a phone call would have sufficed. Um, she could have just called the woman back and be like, hey, I'm Paige. I'm not in Ireland. Like, what is this? What is going on? Yeah. yeah you don't have to fly all the way out there. Maybe she just wanted to fly. I, I don't know. But very strange. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, you know, it's coming. And of course, it's like right when Brooke is ready to tell Aiden too. Yeah. And she's tried maybe like one time and, you know, didn't come to come to pass. And Paige walks in and it's just, you know, I the one thing that saved it for me was the Duchess saving the day. That saved it for me. It was the Duchess coming to bat for them. And of course, Aiden's really upset, as he should be. You know, his sister kind of talks him talks him down the next day. Uh, I don't I don't know. I feel like Aiden should still be upset. Like, she literally lied to him for... She's there for two weeks. This is a two-week time period. And she's lied to him the whole time. I mean, she lied about her name. So in these instances, it doesn't really upset me too much because it's not like she's lying about everything uh, about who well, she, she is. Well, she said she was married before. Do we know who she was? Maybe. Yeah. Was yeah. She? They talk about that earlier in the movie that right. she she was divorced. So no, okay. she didn't lie to him about anything. Like the time they've spent together is all real. Right. Um, everything she said to him is real except for her name, yeah. basically. Okay. And that she owns a company. But she still has always wanted to party plan or event plan. Mm. And I mean, and she did it. She did the thing. So yeah, I don't think that's so crazy. It's just the name, you know, like in in only you. It was a name. It's just a name. Just a name. He just lies about just the name. name. Um Aiden forgives her real quick. He forgives her real quick. And I do like though, I will say, I do like that she's the one that comes back. Usually, you know, it's the guy that runs after you know, he, he realized he's made a mistake and he goes after her while they're going to the airport. No, she just comes. She just comes over there. Yeah. And so, you know, they're in the little chapel. We have a, a talk. <laughs> yeah, we there's have a, a talk. There's a kiss. We have a talk. So, um, so yes, there is a kiss. I do have to give it a rating. Yeah, you do. Because, you know, we're we're still on the campfire uh kiss sometimes, kiss here. Sometimes when we have a movie that doesn't hit the home for us, the kiss surprises us. It really brings the heat. I was hoping for for a big finish. Yeah. Uh but it's a wet campfire Ooh. for for me guys. Yeah, we've uh, had some questions about what a wet campfire looks like and we can point them to this movie. And here here you go. And they do the thing. So not only did I not feel it when they're kissing, but then the camera you know, hurries and goes to the back yeah. of her head. So if there was a little bit more there, I couldn't see it. But um, sorry, there there was there was zilch going yeah. on there for me personally. But you know what did do it for me was, which I think it kind of got forgotten because I did forget about it, was the whole reason that they go to Ireland. <laughs> Their father was adopted mm -hmm. and he's passed now. And he apparently left them some money. Yep. And so they used the money to go to Ireland to see if they could find his birth family. Right. And so, so, so that was like the kind of the whole reasoning. And that kind of gets lost. I almost wish that would have been more a part of it. Maybe that would have brought maybe a little something extra for me, a little more heart. But I will say the fact that they do get 
to meet the family mm-hmm. was really sweet. No, that was awesome. That was really cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that reunion. So he's like their uncle, I guess. Or he, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a little confusing to me, but I thought that was really nice, yeah. and I liked that the woman from the pub was actually ends up being like a relative like the aunt she ends up being the aunt yeah i just i thought that was kind of neat and i had actually totally forgot about the, the, that whole storyline and then when they brought it back at the end i was like oh yeah. and then it surprised me and i i actually really liked that i like that scene a lot too it hit home for me we got the christmas feels cuz they're having like christmas dinner the uncle seemed so genuine and excited about it and it just felt really nice and it was yeah, it was a great way to end the film for me because it ended on on that high note. Yeah, so it did end on a good note, and I did. I that actually touched me, so I felt like that was a, a I got, really. I got the touches. Yeah, you got the touches. I got the touches. And there we go, guys. That is Christmas at Castle Heart. Yes, H A R T, because oh, Castle. I didn't even pick that up. I didn't even realize they were saying heart as in H E A R T was like the yeah. Man, I am. I am. Thick. <laughs> went right over my head. So well, quick, unless though, you see it spelled out, you might not. Yeah. So what about because the castle was having like money issues? Was that ever resolved? They needed the Duchess to have a good party so she could pay them. Uh, well, they had the river dance, uh, river dancers. So I guess they had a good party. I don't know. I just I feel like that plot thread just got lost. But well, just, well, Aiden is going to stay and help with like the architecture. They're redoing the chapel. Yeah. Some and stuff. Bring, oh yeah, that'll bring. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you for clearing that. Clarifying. Um, now that now we're done. Now that is <laughs> Christmas. Now that is Christmas at Castle Heart. Um, yes. But yes, yeah, so this one, not not great for us. Uh, not a rewatch. But maybe you guys liked it. Maybe yeah. there are people out there. This is your favorite movie. Let us know why. Let's have a discussion. Let's have a discourse here. But yes, make sure to follow us on all of the socials, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter. We are on YouTube now where you can find select episodes. Um, we have, you know, you can see our faces talking about the episodes. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to mm-hmm. the YouTube channel for those episodes. And as always, thanks for the support and listens, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks.